I'm CBS 47's John Bachman. And I'm Tanika Hughes. Right now, we're working to bring you new information on the day's top stories for Action News Jackson 5. Because with more reporters covering Jacksonville, we can bring you more in-depth news coverage from your neighborhood. And I'm Jacksonville's chief meteorologist, Mike Burrish. I'm constantly tracking any potential severe weather so I can warn you first to keep you safe. Join us today, starting at 5 on CBS 47 Action News Jax. Local coverage you can count on. Hi, welcome back to BabeCast. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Megan. Happy December. Pretty insane that we're almost to 2018. It doesn't feel like that at all. But, you know, a lot has happened this year. And something that happens every year towards the end is all of the publications put out their person of the year or top 10 money making. Forbes always has like whoever made the most money. Well, something that just came out today was Time Magazine's person of the year. And this year, it wasn't a person. It is multiple people called the Silence Breakers. These are the men and women who've spoken out about sexual assault. Obviously, a really good move for Time Magazine. There's a lot of celebrities on here who have been affected. And then some not celebrities, which I also really appreciate. One thing that they did, which I thought was really cool, is on the cover, you see five women. But there's actually six because there's a woman's elbow She's left out of the photo because she didn't feel like she could come forward without threatening her livelihood. It's pretty powerful, and I think it's really cool that they did that because it shows the representation of how many women who have been affected by this who still feel like they can't come out and talk about it. This is definitely a step in the right direction, in my opinion. So if you want to check it out, it's on my Facebook page. You can go follow me. Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N-W-A-P-E, or you could just Google it because it's literally everywhere. Today for BabeCast, I'm really excited to welcome a super talented lady that I've been following for a little while on social media. As usual, I follow everybody on social media before I have them on the podcast because I'm a creep. Kidding. Content creator for Momney and executive assistant for Babes Who Hustle, please welcome Mara Strobelanka. Did I say it right? Yes. You Yay! Welcome to Babecast. So happy you're here. I've been, I mean, I reached out to you a while ago. I've been following you on social media. I know you're doing like a ton of things around town. Content creator for Momney, executive assistant for Babes Who Hustle. Yeah. So you got a lot going on. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I have a couple different jobs and hustles. So I think if you count them, there's like four, but they keep me busy. Okay. Yeah. I we can talk it. all about that. But first, um, I want to get to know you a little bit, like personally. Okay, so favorite place to go in Jacksonville? Community Loaves. Um, Community Loaves. It's this, I don't, if, for anyone who hasn't been there, you have to go as soon as possible. I've never been. Let, tell me about it. Yeah, so it's um, an organic sourdough bakery. It's right next to Momney. Um, so we just convenient. Moved, yeah, so we moved to this location like five weeks ago, and I think I put on ten pounds, and it's all from Community Loves. Okay, so it's I like, had Joy in here before, yeah. and she told me that they were like moving locations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've seen photos, and it looks so cute. Yes. It's like a house, right? Yeah. So it's an old historical home. The house is over a hundred years old. It was Edmary Hill, and I used to walk by it like every day when yeah. I would walk to Community Loves to get lunch. <laughs> um, and I never noticed it, and then we were looking for. A location thinking like what is our next move going to be and 
this house was just there and we were like this is kind of perfect yeah it's so cute it's charming so it is it's very like aesthetically pleasing yes (laughs) it's really pretty Um, i've never been but i really should i really want to go check it out especially in the new location it's like it just feels like home. Joy bought the building, and it took, like, way longer than we anticipated to renovate. It took, like, 10 months. Wow. Um, we just moved in, and it's, like, our happily ever after. It's the best work environment. There's, like, beautiful lighting. We have great clothes. I can't wait. I know, because I've looked shop. online before, and there's such cute clothes. Um, okay, so it's your day off. What is your favorite thing to do? If I'm in Jacksonville, I love to get breakfast anywhere. Um, community Loaves. Cool Moose, the Fox Diner. Um, I love the Fox Diner. Yes, so great. It's real um, good. And then I like to go thrifting. Thrift shopping is like one of my favorite things. Yeah. So Southern Crossings. So what are you looking for when you're thrifting? Are you like looking for clothes Anything. or everything? I like, um, I do get a lot of clothes. I've been getting like really heavy jackets, which is so impractical for Florida. But Same. Whatever. I just bought this like giant like faux leopard print jacket. And oh, I'm yeah. like, I don't know why I bought this. Yeah, but tomorrow like, it's going to be like 50. pink fringy jacket that I've worn like once. And I was like, well. <laughs> this weekend's going to be really cold. So you'll be good. You, you can bust yeah, it, out. it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So thrifting and just brunching and beach and cool yeah do you live in riverside i do yeah all right mm-hmm. awesome okay are you a cat or a dog person or either or none i am just an animal person in general an person. i have a cat um his name is pumpkin oh look at the like babes who hustle stories he's on there all the time really <laughs> i'm obsessed but um i mean i have a dog i'm a big dog person and i'm just i like cats Mm-hmm. But I'm allergic to cats. Ah, they're okay. not, they, and That's they a don't. Good excuse, I though. feel like they don't like me. But there's this one cat who's like been coming around my condo, like uh, like my apartment complex or whatever. And he's so nice, and I like want to take him, but I know I like can't physically have yeah. him. But he's like the cutest. So it kind of is turning my whole thoughts on yeah, cats. There's some great. I'm, I know a <laughs> lot of people have met Pumpkin, and they've said he's the first cat I've ever liked. And I'm like, he's like every other cat I've ever had. Like he, really, like, cats yeah, are great. I think it's just it's the person probably more so than the maybe. There are some bad cats. I've had some experiences, but I think the majority are pretty wonderful. Um. All right. So here's another question that's kind of fun. If you were the CEO of a company, name one thing you would make required in the office, and one thing you would ban in the office. I would probably put. Like a tap in the office to have beer all the time. Best idea ever. Um, (laughs) That's a requirement, beer. I think I would ban phones, which I know is like the worst thing, but I just, I really like collaborative work. Um, And I'm really guilty of looking at my phone, so I have to like really put it away and keep it out of mind. But I like like sitting at like a round table and like talking to people and like being active and things that like you wouldn't necessarily do if you had your phone there especially like now and I know it's become like a habit for me like oh yeah and I'm I'm allowed to have my phone here at work so I'm just Mm -hmm. constantly scrolling through Instagram like watching stories when I should really be like paying attention on my actual work (laughs) you know I'm the same way it's just a huge distraction whether it be like in the workplace or driving more dangerously like so I agree with that maybe or maybe have like a allotted phone time or something that'd be more reasonable (laughs) i'm allowed to have my phone at work too and like part of my job is on my phone like for the content for social media i'm like always like loading posts and like scheduling them and putting things on the website right like checking into like other like outlets and then it's like it's hard when it's your requirement too and it's such a black hole of like okay i'll start doing it and then i end up like in this black hole and i'm like how did i even get here like let me, I need to refresh. I'm the same exact way. I feel like it happens to everyone too. Like, and whether it be like 
whether I'm looking like at a blogger or something, I'm like, oh, I really like that shirt. And then I like click on the website and then I click on the store and then I click on like recommended things. And exactly. Right. It's a black hole. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Um, if you're on death row, what's your last drink and your last meal? Okay. So I <laughs> have been a vegetarian for two years, but in the Good last for like, you. two months I've like broken it. So oh, really? Times. Yeah. I've had like two racks of ribs and a bunch of cheeseburgers. That is so funny to me because I have a friend who was a ve- vegetarian for like years, like yeah. years and years, like six years or something. Mm-hmm. And she went from like eating no meat to literally like beef and like the meat that I don't even eat and I eat yeah. meat. I mean, I did it for environmental reasons. So like it sure. wasn't ever because of the taste. Like I always missed it. Right. And I still like want to hold those environmental values. But I um, I'm calling it conscientious eating now where like every once in a while I'll cheat okay. and it, like my footprint isn't too bad from it. But I think my last meal would be a medium rare cheeseburger with blue cheese, and my last drink would probably be a dusty boot from Black Sheep. What is a dusty boot? It's amazing. It's like a whiskey margarita. It what? It has like smoked salt and pepper on the rim, and it's like um, really subtle, like orange, like juices and bitters and whiskey, and it's great. Oh my god, that sounds so good. Yes, I want that I in my life. Have to try it. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, Mar, where are you from? Are you from Jacksonville or no? I'm actually from Michigan. Um. I came here originally for school. I was 17 when I came, um, and I went to JU to sail, and then I really, up, yeah, that's so interesting. Did you do that in Michigan? Yeah, I grew up doing it. Kind of when my stepdad married my mom, it was like his family sport. So I just cool. And then you just kind of like learned it from him, and you loved it. Yeah, I took a lot of lessons, and then I ended up starting my high school team with a bunch of friends, so we got to travel a lot and go to really cool, cold events in Michigan when it was, like, snowing and nobody wanted to be on the water. But oh, my God. How did you handle that? I'm, uh, like, such a baby when it comes like to cold. That's, like, why I came to Florida. I had, like, a couple instances where I, like, dabbled with hypothermia. I, like... Seriously? Oh, yeah. You would be, like, sailing. The water temperature would be, like, 35, 40, and the air temperature would be 30, and you... I mean, you would just freeze. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there's, like, and there's like an adrenaline part to it, but, like, the sails on the boat are, like, collecting ice and, like, ugh. Adrenal. And there's like, a, there's, like, a point where you're, like, even no matter what you're wearing, you're still freezing. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I definitely didn't have all the right gear thinking about it now. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Do you feel cold. like since you moved here, you have that, like, Florida blood now where you're, like, I get colder easier? I, everyone who's from up north that yeah. moves here says that. They're, like, I should be fine with this, but I'm yeah. totally not. I definitely, I still like the cold when I go home. What I don't like about being up north, particularly Michigan, is the gray. Like, I love the cold, the snow. I can handle It's, like, very, very gray there. Yeah, you need some sunshine in your life. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Totally. I grew up in South Florida, so it's, like, I, like, I feel better when the sun is out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I didn't really realize that that was the case at all because I grew up, I mean, it's gray all the time. I never really thought it was weird. And then I came to school in Florida and I was like, wait, there's sunshine all the time. Yeah. I feel great. And (laughs) I went home for Christmas and I was there for four weeks and there was sun for two days. Oh, my gosh. But why JU? I got a scholarship. Okay. um, And I was recruited by our coach, um, John Padre, who brought me down there to sail and yeah it was a great great experience I didn't end up finishing um it really like wasn't the time for me to finish to be in school I think I was just like ecstatic to be figuring myself out as a person and like in a new city and in a new state and like and did you know anybody here before you moved I didn't know anybody here right so you're like really yeah so it was like I was kind of addicted to the feeling of like building my own community of like people around me and so um I stopped going to school. I, like, 
had a Craigslist roommate apartment situation and then I moved into the apartment I'm in now and like slowly like I then I started at Omni and everything kind of like clicked so what were you in school for did you you didn't care you weren't like really into it yeah I was studying English and sociology and I um I mean I've always loved to learn but I focused a lot on school and high school and then I was there and I was just not doing my best at all and like sometimes just college isn't for everyone yeah Yeah. and I kind of came on to some financial hiccups and it was kind of like this choice that I had in my mind of I could keep going right and like really really struggle and not even know if like I want to be in school or be in school here Uh uh-huh or I could like take the leap and like try to be by myself um so I did that. So your family's still in Michigan? Yes. Yep. They're all in Michigan. Do you go back a lot or you don't really have, because you're busy, you don't really have yeah, a chance? Yeah, I haven't been back since last Christmas and really? I might not be able to go this Christmas. Oh, yeah. do you get to see your family a lot or? Um, somewhat. Um, My mom and sister, my sister's nine, so she's 13 years. They I think both, I saw her on your Instagram. Yeah, she's adorable. She's the cutest. Aww. Um, but they came to visit me for Thanksgiving, so I kind of got okay. to like, show them around my life and we made a turkey in my apartment. I ate turkey too. It, it's a, <laughs> not a it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Bending the rules I'm on just Thanksgiving. Pretending. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay, so how did you go from school to Momni? Did you just stumble upon the job? Um, kind of. It's a very small <laughs> world story. Sure. Um, which kind of like has proven to me that it's like I mean it is who you know, which I hate that phrase, but it's really like who you connect yourself with and like it's you true. never know. Like You have to put yourself out there, too, you know, to get to that point. Yeah, but I actually, so in Michigan, when I was 11 years old, I went to this summer camp in northern Michigan, and I had this great camp counselor that I absolutely loved. And then when I was going to JU, I just saw on my Facebook that she had run around the Dolphin Green, which is like our like big lawn on the river. Okay. And I was like, why is Alexis in Jacksonville? Like this has to be like a glitch or something. And I messaged her, and she was like living on campus and had been for a whole year. Like, what? right next to me, and we didn't know. Oh, my God, that's so we crazy. we connected, and we, like, kind of stayed in touch. And then a year later, um, after I was done with school, she got in touch with me to ask me to paint um, the window, like, display art for Momney when it was first opening. Do you paint? I do, yeah. Awesome. It's kind of just, like, a hobby, but... um. So I did that, and I went to turn them in, and I met Joy, the owner, and this was even before our soft opening. So I turned them in, and she was like, well, do you want a job? <laughs> like, do you want to be our shop girl? And I was like, yeah, I could. And so I started, like, part-time. Like, Were you working before that or no? I was, yeah. Okay. I was um, the sailing coach at the Florida Yacht Club. Oh, nice. So I was doing that, and then I was also serving and hosting at Derby on Park. Okay, so, so you had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I had some gigs. I was like kind of like floating a little bit two part-times yeah Yeah. um and so I started at Momni and then like just slowly just like because that's when they were starting too as a business right so you grew like with them mm -hmm. I worked my first day was the soft opening yeah it's been really cool to like be there from the beginning so it's like kind of like a family at this point oh yeah because how long has Momni been open two years now okay mm-hmm. so yeah Just over. yeah so what exactly do you do for um momni now because you started yeah. as a as a yeah i started basically as just like the shop girl to like man the counter and change the mannequins and then i like we had an instagram and it was kind of like between a couple people and i was in the shop and i was like can i handle the instagram like i've always had kind of an affinity for it like i like making instagram look pretty and like it was in a very vain sense when it was just like towards my life i 
started doing it for Momni and like really loved it. Um, and there's such opportunity with that now yeah. since Instagram is so big, just social media in general. Oh yeah, yeah, so it's, it's a big tool. That's a good. Um, that's a good step. Yeah, it was a good. And um, they were like, "Yeah, do it. Like, yeah, we need someone so to help." I started doing that. I started taking pictures just like on an iPhone and an iPod all the time, um, and like building up our, I guess, content for the Instagram. And then we needed a website, so I was like, "Oh, I'll help do the website." So I did all the copy and all the photos and like all the website. I mean, it's not really website design because I didn't like do any coding or anything. But um, so I put that together, and then I came to Joy, and I've always had like this big love for writing, and so I was like, "I really want to start a mommy blog," and she. I mean, I've been really lucky that she's given me so much freedom to do yeah. it. And well, you're really, I mean, I'm not just saying this, like a really great writer. Like I've read stuff that you've posted Thank on you. Babes Who Hustle and it's just like, it's like captivating. Like I feel like I'm like really into it when I'm reading it. Thank you. That so means so much. Really, really, really great. That feels like something that comes natural to you, right? Yeah, it kind of always has. Um, I, I read a lot of books as a kid, but I've always written a lot too. My mom actually just sent me, a photo of like my first like writing award in kindergarten and Aww. I'm like standing with my kindergarten teacher Mrs. <laughs> Snyder meant to be yeah and like <laughs> I like took that award as like I'm meant to be a writer meanwhile I like went and looked back at it and there's like two f- completed sentences in the whole <laughs> well, thing you were like five but... <laughs> it's okay <laughs> that's probably better than most of the kids in the class at the time definitely better than me <laughs> yeah I always I always love to do it I always wrote stories on my own and then it's just always been a huge passion. Like, I feel like I kind of have to do it. Like, if something happens in my life or, I mean, writing about, like, what's happening in the world and things like that. Is it, like, like that, do you feel like it, like, helps you as, like, an outlet, too, maybe, in a sense? Yeah, it's totally an outlet. Um, It's definitely, like, part of who I am that I, like, just have to, like, write things down to process it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I also feel like I learn more about the world when I get to, like, really go in depth and research and then write my ideas down and then organize them and I kind of like make my own connections about like what's already there um when I'm putting it on paper so for Momni now you're doing the social media Mm -hmm. you're helping with web stuff are you like organizing photo shoots and like are you doing stuff like that yep so I style all of our photo shoots um I do like just iPhone photo shoots with models about once a week once those are from your iphone Mm -hmm. they look good thank you yeah Yeah. really good it's fun it's like i've made a lot of friends through i mean at first i just had like my like college friends come and model for me which was a blast now i've gotten to meet some more people through it and like kind of become my own like little amateur photographer so you're blogging for momni as well yes so we have a blog it's attached to our website but it's also called um the boutique next door.org um and Um, I publish typically one to two articles a week and it's just things from the shop. Um, a lot of the times it's like photos of our models, our lookbook shoots, um, like new inventory and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I also write a lot on there about like what I think is like current relevant content. So I'll write about like things to do this season or like I write about, it's somewhat of a diary. That's (laughs) awesome though. But I kind of like I mean, it's I like hope a it's voice of mommy. everyone. Yeah, it's been a really good opportunity to just like build my writing just yeah. for mommy. Just more, the more experience, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I wanted to give our customers an experience to like come to Momni and not be sold to, which is like what we go for all the time. Right, and like we never want to people to feel like we're trying to like get their money. So, which is just in general who we are. But for the blog, I wanted it to be like I wanted them to just go there on their own to like 
just relate to us yeah have you always had like a passion for like kind of the fashion industry or not really just kind of Um, fell into that because I mean I guess they kind of go hand in hand yeah they do I always I mean when I was little I always like flipped through my like grandmother's Vanity Fair and Vogue and like loved and like reading and cornering the pages but I was never like huge into fashion right um until I started working for Momni. So now I'm getting like more adventurous and like really a whole having new fun with it. Yeah. Light. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like it makes sense. Like it doesn't feel like a stretch to be like working in fashion, which is nice. And yeah. then you're also doing Babes Who Hustle. Yes. Executive assistant. Mm-hmm. What is that? Like, what do you do for the brand? Um, basically, I help Chelsea out in any way that I can. Okay. Um, so I do a couple Instagram posts a week. Um, I kind of manage our contributing writers so every monday so we have two interviews that we post on tuesdays and thursdays which are just interviews with working women and then on mondays we have like editorial articles or op-eds that are um from women all over the workplace about their experiences um and so when we have new contributing writers they all get forwarded to me and so if anyone wants to pitch their writing you can email me um mara at babeswhustle.com and we're taking pitches and new content all the time we so is that how that works people will just reach out to you and email yeah. you yeah so we have um, a lot of content comes to us that way and then we also have a really good group of contributing writers that we're hoping to grow um, they're about four or five right now um, and they're really talented women who give us a piece every month and awesome yeah yeah I've learned okay. a lot from kind of coordinating with them and that's just another thing that you're passionate about writing so yes. it's like kind of all going together yeah, it fits really well how did you get into doing that with Chelsea like how how did that start so we actually met she made a comment on like one of my personal Instagram saying like this is awesome let's be friends and I was like oh yeah sure and so I just <laughs> followed her I love it <laughs> um and then when she started Babes Who Hustle I was like a bit like it's everything that I love it's like writing feminism like it's awesome so I was like all for it and we ended up getting coffee and became like instant best friends like it just clicked um we haven't even known each other a year yet which is like really (laughs) crazy we were really good friends and we always talked about our careers and stuff like that and she would always kind of like ask me questions about babes and then one day she was like I think like it's come to the point that I really need an intern like if I'm gonna grow this she's getting busy and overwhelmed yeah yeah and I was like oh yeah like my friend Chloe like I'll send you this person's resume and she was like Mara I like want you to be my intern (laughs) and I was like oh okay (laughs) I'll send you my resume that's awesome and then so then it was just like kind of meant to be like you guys were already friends and then just worked out really well yeah yeah it did um and then I just got on the payroll which I'm super excited in September so it's been a journey I've learned so much from Chelsea she's such a great resource and she works so hard on yeah. this blog that it's like inevitable that it's going to be really successful sure the feeling of course. that I get when I'm around her so like how often or how much time do you spend working on that project like 10 to 15 hours a week um so we spend like about two nights a week working in um coffee shops so what would be like a day in the life like do you go to Momni every day and then you go hang out and then hang I say hang out with Chelsea yeah. <laughs> but work with Chelsea right. at in the evening or um is it always just different it's always a little different I also babysit so my typical day is like 10 to 3 at Momni Monday through Thursday and then I'll babysit 3 to 5 for um a family in Riverside and then um from about 6 to 10 
lately it's been almost every night. Um, we'll either be at a coffee shop or going to an event around town. We've been getting, I mean, it's the season for events really. Sure. So we've been going to a lot of cool events, which is awesome, but a little overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine. But great exposure and yes. really fun yeah, for you definitely. guys too. And free food, usually. Free which is food like is my the favorite. jam. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then like also just experience and, and meeting new people, I imagine helps. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I always kind of put myself in a shell where I thought I was an introvert for a long time and I always been pretty shy um and this role at babes who hustle especially going to so many events has really a taught me that i'm actually an extrovert and like i get a lot of energy from talking to people (laughs) yeah i should have probably guessed sooner um (laughs) but it's it's gotten me a lot more comfortable with interacting with people and just talking about something that i'm passionate about and stuff like that so what would you say um kind of motivates you and maybe inspires you into continuing on following your passion? I'm very, so I've been supporting myself since I was 19, since I dropped out of school. So I'm motivated by that. It's a very hard struggle. Like I, I fluctuate with how well I'm doing with it. And half the time it feels like this really important, vital thing that I'm really optimistic about. And like, it's going well. And half the time I'm like, I forgot to budget myself for a week and now I have no savings. Like, it's like hard. It's hard. Um, It's really hard. So I'm motivated a lot by that. And like, just by proving A, to myself and B, to the world that like, I can make it work. And then I guess one day I really want to write, like, I want to be a writer. So I think I'm motivated by like. Well, you already are a writer, but I know what you mean. Do you want to like write a book? Like, would that be your like goal goal? I would love to write a book. Um, I really just want to be published in like a big publication. So I've been trying to pitch my writing lately and it's a really intimidating process. What is Um, that? Like, what is that process like? So like you come up with an idea and you're like, I think this idea is going to be great. And my I struggle with wanting to like immediately write the whole thing out. But a lot of publications don't want you to do that, which is so hard because I'm like, how are they even going to know that I'm a good writer if I just give them this idea? Right. Um, so how do you do like so how you approach a publication and you say, I am Mara Strobelanka. I'm a writer. Here's the examples of my work. And I think this is important and would fit well in your, to your publication. Here's my idea. And like you just hope that they are down with it and that they check their emails and like what kind of publications yeah. have you been writing to I mean I started like shooting for the stars um which was not good like like pitching to vice of course and like um the cut is like my favorite publication it's a fashion publication I lo- I attached follow the to cut. yeah the, I like the, the new cut. worker yeah and I follow a lot of journalists like female journalists like Lauren Duca um and she's she writes a column called Thigh High for Teen Vogue, and she's great. So I've been pitching to a lot of places lately that they that she and Ann Friedman is my other um, favorite journalist, and she is a host of a podcast called Call Your Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've just been looking at where they kind of started pitching their stuff. And Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I, I feel like th- it's not something you can just do once. Like, you can keep doing it, right? right? I yeah, mean- absolutely. Um, it does get a little discouraging, but it's I'm like so fortunate that I do get to write for Babes because I still get an outlet where I, mean, I think I've published like six or seven like articles on Babes now. So right. like, it's so amazing to have like that much work out and like on the Internet. Building your resume, too, which can yeah. help you, you know, get your name out there and let people know how awesome you are. Right. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> OK, so do you have any advice for anyone? You said before it's discouraging, but like you obviously keep going because you love it. And right. do you feel like that's like one of the most important things? Yeah, I've made the joke before that I'm like. I need to write a book so I can like pay off my student loans and like (laughs) I'm like hurrying and rushing this process but at the end of the day like you 
you have to remember that you're writing just because you have to write. Um, like you have to write things down and you have to tell stories and you have to communicate to the world what you're thinking. And so I think that's the most important part is like doing it just because you love it and remembering to do it every day. Right. Because it's a part of who you are. Yeah. Like it's it's definitely something that, yeah, you know, shapes you as a person. Um, okay. So you have a couple events coming up or a event for Babes Who Hustle, right? Yes. Is anything for Momni that you want to talk about too or whatever? Uh, There's events coming up and Mara's yes. going to tell you about them. <laughs> yes. Okay. So we have our very first holiday event for Babes Who Hustle. It's actually our second event ever, but this one is the Merry and Bright Holiday Affair. I know, it looks like it's going to be so much fun, and I'm going to be out of town, and I'm so sad. Uh, That's a bummer. I Um, know. (laughs) It's at Space 42, which is an amazing new venue in town. Yeah, where is that? It's in Riverside in the Cork District, so it's right next to the Cork Arts District like gallery, and it's also right next to 600 King. Um, But it's December 16th. It starts, there's a VIP hour starting at 7, and the party starts at 8. There's going to be great food the vip swag bags are incredible i can't say too much but they're like they're going to be loaded with like things from a ton of local makers so nice um so you can buy tickets yeah you can buy tickets on our facebook event page for if you just look up mary and bright affair um mm-hmm. and it's attached to babes who hustle if you go to our instagram or our facebook pages you're gonna find a ton of information on how to find tickets but and i um, think chelsea actually sent me the um flyer so i'll post it when i post our episode i'll post perfect. that as well so pe- people can find it yeah and to um, it's gonna be super fun it's benefiting something though right yes it is it's benefiting the women's center of jacksonville um, which helps victims of domestic violence and um, connects them with like building their resumes and like just getting back into the world, connects them with therapy that they need. And I mean, like this that. is something that I didn't even know existed in my own city. So it's really great that you guys are doing this because I didn't even know that that was a thing. Right. Anything else for mom? Did you, is there something coming up for Momni or no? Um, we have a big sale also on December 16th. So if you want to find your outfit Ooh, for the party, you can holiday go. Holiday party. Um, it's going to be December 16th from 10 to 6, and it's called our Beat the Clock Sale. So everything in the shop will be up to 50% off. And it's a good place to go if you need Christmas presents for somebody that yes. in your family or just maybe like a holiday outfit for yourself. Absolutely. You yeah. know, be selfish if you want. It's a great <laughs> sale. Okay, and I want everybody to follow you. I mean, you're running the uh, Momni Instagram and the ba- and Babes Who Hustle every so often. So, yes. like, let everybody know where they can follow you if you want them to. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> the um, brands. Gotcha. Um, so, Babes Who Hustle is just one word, Babes Who Hustle. That's our Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook um, and on Twitter. Momni is at Momni Jacks, um, M-O-M-N-I-J-A-X. And then my personal Instagram a little political and a little out there um, is M-A-R-A-S-L-A-N-K-A. Awesome. Mara, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate it.